morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches, and welcome back to Wellness for Real. It's your girl, your host, Marlena. And today we have a special guest with us. Um, of course, Felicia, my co host, is here. Hey, everybody. And then our special guest today is Nisha. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Yay. We're excited to have you. Yes. And this is take two on our recording because. Your girl has internet problems, but I fixed them. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, excited to chat again um, with you. I could chat with you probably every day. So <laughs> I feel like we honestly do talk every day. Like <laughs> pretty much, yeah, definitely. You're you're one of those people that like as soon as we found each other, I feel like we're like, oh yeah, we're vibing, we're friends, we're cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'll let you introduce yourself to our listeners, um, and also make sure you share your handle on Instagram so everybody can go give you a follow. Yes, of course. So on Instagram, it's just fit.nisha. Um, but I'm Tanisha Nisha on Instagram. Most people, I think even at the gym where I work, everyone's like niche Nisha. So we'll just go with that. Um, I'm a bad bitch, a big dog for sure. I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, And right now, um, if you follow me on Instagram, if you come across my Instagram, I'm just vibing. (laughs) So that's me, Nisha, just vibing. Yes, I feel like you're most known for being like the queen of 75 hard. You are like the only person who does it, (laughs) who does it the way you're supposed to do it. And then you literally did the entire program last year. So um, I just kind of want to hear about what inspired you to try out 75 hard and like what kept you going. Um, I think. So initially, when I first came across 75 Heart, I think it was just Marissa. She had posted on her story. She was saying how she was going to do it. And I was like, oh, this like this seems like something I could do. Um, And then the next day I just started. Um, So I didn't really give it that much thought. I didn't really plan for it. Um, I failed the first three days like you're supposed to do an outdoor workout. And I think it was like January that I started and it was like cold and I just didn't get to it and it got dark fast. So the third day I was like on my stories, I was telling everybody, I was like, all right, this is it. Like I've started over three times. I'm not going to start over anymore because if you don't do all the tasks, you're supposed to start over, um, which is something I really enjoyed about it. So yeah, I just decided to do it one day and I failed three times and then I just, I finished it. <laughs> Yeah. And you've done all, so there are three phases of 75 hard, right? So for anybody who's mm-hmm. not like familiar with what that program is, do you kind of just want to break down how it works? 
Yeah, so for the first 75 days, you're supposed to do um, two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. So like not in a garage, not on a porch, like not under anything, literally in the elements. Um, follow some type of diet, no cheat meal, no alcohol. You're supposed to read 10 pages um, of a nonfiction or like self-help educational type book. Um, yeah, and you're supposed to take a progress picture and drink a gallon of water. Um, and so you're supposed to do this for 75 days. And if you miss any of the tasks, you're supposed to start over. Um, like I said, I failed three times, so I started over. Um, and then after that, there's three phases and those phases are 30 days. And it's similar to the, like the first 75 days. The only thing he adds, um, the guy who created it is a, a five minute cold shower, which that was brutal. It was in two of the phases. Um, I think it was one in three that had the cold shower. Um, and then in the last phase, you had to do a random act of kindness every day, which at first I thought that was going to be hard, but the task that was actually hardest was talking to a stranger every single day. You had to talk to someone new. Um, and it wasn't just like, hey, how are you in the grocery store? It was like you had to actually learn something about them, find out their name. So that was hard for me, even though I work in a place where I see new faces every single day. I don't really like get to know them. It's just like, hi, what's your name? You know, and that's it. So that those two things you added um, in the cold shower. And then there was like um, these powerless items that you're supposed to do. So in the first 75 heart, I think most people skip over it because like you have to really read, like listen to his podcast and like read his website in order to like get that part of it. Um, but you're supposed to do these like power tasks that move you forward in life. Um, and so by the end of it, you do eight of them every single time. So with all of those things, <laughs> you're supposed to do it for 75 days and then you're supposed to do it for 30 days and that should be a full year. Um, of you like maintaining this level of consistency. Wow. That's, wow. uh, I feel like for a lot of people, that's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it. Th- I mean, I did 75 hard with no, I didn't find any powerless or a cold yeah, shower, see, and, no, but it wasn't that. like, it's not like, he doesn't really like, I know when I first did 75 hard, I didn't see that part of it either. Yeah, and then that. when I got to phase one, um, and like, I got the app and everything. I was like, oh, like, you know, it showed you. Um, um, I'd be curious. Yeah. And so for my powerless items, it's supposed to be something that moves you forward in life. So for me, it was waking up by six o'clock every single day, except on the weekends, I gave myself grace and like moved it to seven. Um, just because like I have kids and I need, I need a little bit of sleep. Um, but yeah, so I stuck to that. And then it was like, I did one financial task a day, one cleaning task a day. So things that I knew would like make my life easier. Um, I kind of did those things. Like I did, um, an outdoor walk or like getting 10,000 steps just because I know when I get that extra movement, whether it's a walk or a run or whatever, I feel good. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this, you know, one of my goals. And then with the 45 minute outdoor workout, boom, I was already, you know, moving my body outside anyway. So it was like, you know, I'm all about following the rules, but I'm not about to make my life harder uh, to follow (laughs) the rules. Like, you know, so doing things like that made it feel 
like work, but I still felt in control of, you know, what I was doing. Yeah. So I kind of want to know about, uh, Tanisha pre 75 hard, like what, <laughs> what in your life kind of led up to you trying, cause that's a really intensive program to kind of just hard. hop right into. Right. So I kind of want to know about like your background, what kind of led to that? Um, <clears throat> I would say I've always been competitive. So I think that was a big part of it. Um, and my godmother has always just like put into my head that like you work hard, like, so no matter what, like when you're tired, like when you don't want to, when you feel like you can't, like you still do it. Um, especially because I had my first son when I was 19. Um, and so that was something that she would always tell me, like, it's going to be hard, but you got to do it anyways. And so I was like, 75 hard, like, I should be able to do this. Um, Like, you know, it's nothing like I'm already working out. I'm already, I was already going to Orange Theory every day and going to the park and running a mile or two or whatever, or like working out doing Peloton stuff like that. So to me, I was like, okay, this is just like a challenge. And like, I love a challenge. Like, that's just my thing. Um, So I think that's what led me there. Like I've always been competitive and somebody that like pushes myself. I'm a creature of habit. So I think that was also something that I was looking for um, because working out and, you know, making healthier food choices and stuff like that was something that I recently decided to do. So 75 hard, I was like, okay, this is like gonna give me some kind of routine and consistency. And then I know for sure you know, I won't fall off of like this new lifestyle that I've, you know, made for myself. Yeah. So, bef- so how long were you kind of on like a wellness journey before you started 75 hard? I think just a couple months because okay. I started working out and like doing WW in August, like end of August. And then I joined Orange Theory in September. So, what, and what I year, started, what year are we talking here? Are we talking? Oh, 20? so this, was, I'm like, what year is it even now? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I was about know? to say, what year is it now? <laughs> like we're, it's all just like a mesh. Um, I yes. think it was August, 2020. I started, um, cause like what COVID like smacked us all around March, March. 2020. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was home. I was furloughed. I was like, hottie thought I was a bad bitch drinking and like just hanging out vibing and then I didn't feel good because I was like girl you're 30 like what are you doing you need to slow it down so I think that was August- the case for a lot of us 30 somethings yes. when quarantine hit we were reminded that like bitch you're not 19 anymore okay. right and you need some sleep too. okay yes. I, t- I did it too okay I drank yes. too much and thought I had it going on and then I didn't <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so I was just like Nisha no so August yep so August 2020 I started WW and I was like doing my home workouts and then I I joined Orange Theory in September of 2020 um and then January 2021 (laughs) um is when I did 75 hard so I mean just a couple months and then I was like all right let's do it Oh my God, it took me a year to decide I was going to, I mean, I looked at it for a year before <laughs> I did it. So that's amazing. And can you explain what Orange Theory is as well? Um, So Orange Theory is, it's group fitness. So it's hit. Um, there's a treadmill in there. If you don't like run or jog or power walk or whatever, there's a bike and a strider. Uh, there's a strength floor with like weights and TRX straps and like 
um, all that kind of stuff. And then there's a water rower. Um, and so the classes are 60 minutes long. You go in, the coach kind of uh, takes you through the workouts, like up on the screen is like the movements, like burpees or like bicep curls or whatever. Um, and you're just following that. But then the coach is like calling out like row 200 meters or run, you know, hmm. like two minutes at like, a, you know, there's like push pace, which to me, <laughs> it's like supposed to be a challenging pace. Like your base, they say is like, if you could just go for like 30 minutes, just running that same pace and you feel good. And then you're pushing it is like, you can't hold it for 30 minutes, but it's still like, you know, the, like the most, I think we ever do it is like three minutes. And then an all out is like a full on sprint. So <laughs> things like that on the treadmill for orange theory, I would say is like, what makes people like, oh my gosh, but the workout in itself is really good because it's 60 minutes someone's telling you what to do all you have to do is like show up and like get it done so yeah I'm just gonna ask if it's kind of if it it sounds like orange theory is like a really good place for people to start like I feel like maybe people look at group fitness like they have to already understand it to do it um when in actuality like it's actually the opposite um uh, orange theory seems like a really great place to start if you don't know anything about working out and you really thrive in that kind of group atmosphere um and you now actually work for orange theory right yes (laughs) yes I work at the orange theory that I actually joined at um so which is so crazy to me because when I walked in there, I was like by myself, not like I didn't like do this with anybody. I tried to take my husband, but that was a fail. So <laughs> I ended up, just, <laughs> I just went by myself and now I work there. Yeah. I work at the front. Like I help people fall in love with it. Like I did. Um, I've actually gotten some people that I found on Instagram to sign up. So yeah, it's actually really cool. I enjoyed it. I never thought I would do anything like that considering, you know, post or pre-COVID I was working in education so (laughs) yeah so were you always kind of like an active person like were you into sports and stuff like growing up or was this kind of like a later in life uh, discovery because I know for me it's like that like I love working out now but like I think about growing up and I was like the girl who would like figure out how to get out of gym class I would never (laughs) run the mile I was always on my period you know what I'm saying (laughs) for sure no so when I was in middle school I played soccer which I really really loved like that's where the competitiveness came from um in high school I wasn't like really active I did like I joined or I tried out for uh, cheerleading with my friends just because they were doing it I actually made the team but then my grades weren't good so my dad was like you have to quit so I never actually got to cheer I got my uniform but I had to give it back um but yeah in high school I was just like you I was like I had the base attitude with my gym teacher um I was always like you you want us to run the mile you run the mile I'm walking I'm gonna sit down and like yeah I was never I just no I just didn't want to do it it was like this is dumb I don't feel like running in front of all these people like even at my high school there was like your 11th and 12th grade year gym was like it was an it was optional and there were people that would take gym and I'm like what I couldn't wait to get to 11th grade and not have to take gym so like no I definitely wasn't I wasn't active at all um and then like I said I was a young mom which 
I think I just started like, it was like, go, go, go. Like I would take him to school, go to work. Like I wasn't working out. I was just like maintaining. So I think just in August, 2020, when I decided like, you know what, I'm going to make a change. And then in September, when I started Orange Theory, that was like, this is the most active I've been, I think my whole entire life. And you literally, you couldn't pay me not to go work out. Like I, oh, cool. I love it now. Like I always want to, like today I, I didn't go um, take class in the morning like I usually do, but you guys can bet I'm itching to go tonight. I've like texting one of the coaches. I'm like, are you going to take 5.30 class? Like I'm seeing like which one of my friends are in class. I'm like, guys, we need to go. It's Monday. I need to get my sweat on. Yes. I, I, I so that. Yeah. I so feel you on that too. Like I've been out um, and my wisdom teeth removed. So it's been 12 days. I'm literally counting 12 days since I've been at the gym. And today I'm like, okay, I think I feel good enough. Like, I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think I'm gonna hurt myself. Like my body feels good. Um, and I'm like, so excited to go work out after this, yeah, but like, this like you, like, I feel like we probably would have been really good friends in high school too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, skipping gym class together. Right. The biggest little sass for no reason, just cause I was in a mood. Cause I had to do something physical <laughs> yes did you have any like weight struggles when you were in high school or when you were younger um I can't really remember like anybody else having an issue with my body like there wasn't much like I didn't really get like made fun of and stuff like that most of my friends were thin um but I personally didn't like it like you know when you start to compare yourself to people and like you go shopping with your friends you're like um can't fit any of these clothes guys <laughs> like you know stuff like that or like you know when you have best friends and y'all want to get ready and you're like well I can't borrow anything yeah. from anyone um but like of course you know how your friends are like you're so beautiful and like your body's fine and all that stuff um so like I felt I would say I was like, eh, like, I hated it in a way, but I wasn't like, you know, it didn't beat me up too much. There was all, like always something else going on that I didn't like, you know, I didn't give it too much thought. And then, I mean, I, it kills me online when I see people say like, like being overweight is like this or that. It's like never had a problem, you know, anybody being in my face. Like I always was cute, you know, I just didn't you know, love the rolls and the, and the big breast and the, in the full cheeks and things like that. Um, so yeah, it was like a, a little bit of like a good mix, you know, you feel like, man, I, I wish that I didn't look like this, but it was also like, eh, maybe this had is confidence just like what still. it's supposed to you be. Still had yeah. Confidence. yeah, a little bit. Cause I feel like you have to have like, even if you're faking it, you have to have some sort of, you know, confidence about something you're doing whether that's like it's not always your body and how you look like I think for me I was always like strong like mentally you know like I could take anything I was like always like sarcastic and like snappy and so most people would say that was probably a security blanket but for me I felt like badass I was like okay like <laughs> I'm not like super skinny and cute in that way but like I'm funny like I'm sarcastic. I I'm a vibe, you know, so for sure. Confident. 
Yeah. So I want to ask you about, um, all of the books that you read while you were doing 75 hard. Were there any, were there any books that really like stuck with you or that you would recommend for other people who maybe are starting a wellness journey? Um, honestly, you guys, that was the hardest thing for me because I don't like those self-help books. Yeah, like I don't a lot like of them are really corny. Yeah. Like I just, no, I struggled. I think I read so well read. I'm like doing finger quotes because you're supposed <laughs> to read 10 pages. And like, so I would read, I want to say like 40 pages and be like, eh, I wish I could show you guys my Kindle and how many books I read partially during 75 hard. But um, one of my friends that I made on Instagram, Amanda, she sent me Atomic Habits, which- oh, That's a great book. I like that That book, book was- probably my favorite um I also read like this really like dark um it was a like based on a true story about a family so that one that was like like true I've fought with myself on that I was like this is not this isn't go with what 75 heart is but I I read it anyways um but I think for sure the atomic habits was I I read that one twice um during two different phases of 75 hard the first time I just read it through I didn't really take notes and then the second time I actually like made like took sticky notes and like wrote my thoughts and stuff like that I've been actually like pushing it on my husband like so what do you think about this or like you know how you always struggle with this I read in this book (laughs) which I'm not typically like that so that book I think is the best I know some people I think Felicia just said that she like you read that that book too it's it's actually pretty good so I would recommend that one um but yeah I struggled on 75 hard I read like I tried to read Christian books like it was I was just gonna ask what were some of the worst self-help badass that was the dumbest that book is like a bestseller whatever it's written oh my gosh I tried to read uh I tried to read the girl wash your face I was about to say that girl wash your face crap it's the fucking worst Mm -hmm. yeah I don't unfuck yourself that was a good book that was pretty good. Oh, it was I like a much well-written year of that badass book is so overrated. I was like, is a kindergartner write this book? It's terrible. <laughs> it was no, really, was, I was really disappointed. <laughs> what was it? It was uh, like, I, I got, got the like preview thing on my Kindle. I swear my Kindle is a hot mess. Um, it's, <laughs> it was like, I can't even think of the title, something about just buy the flowers or something it was like another one of those girl wash your face Mm -hmm. like those kind of books and I don't know I feel like I'm also not one of those people who like gets motivated by people speaking to me so I feel like that's what the book was like I need you to show me like telling me that you like have this business or this life or these results like I'm like okay that's cool but like I need to see it you know too so reading the book I'm like man I don't know about this like (laughs) but like on on Atomic Habits it was like he like gave you an example and like a life example we are like man okay that like that's a good connection like okay that makes sense you know that other stuff I'm like "Eh." he laid it out so that you could actually take that and do something with them where the books I think are set up so you get by the next book and the next book it's like they don't really give you tangible steps to do anything that's what yeah, I trying to motivate you to yeah. like do something versus like making a plan and then actually right. doing it. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of those books are like, look at my life. It's so great. Don't you right. want this life? And it's like, 
not really. Like, I want to fix my guide for $59.99. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) Oh. Terrible. Um, so you mentioned that you're a mom and you have two boys, right? I have three. Three boys. Oh my goodness. And so obviously, uh that I feel like for a lot of people, when they have kids and they have a busy life, like they really put themselves on the back burner. Um and watching moms badass moms like you like just out here slaying your goals killing it like what motivates you every day to like get up and and still put yourself uh first and take care of yourself I think especially since like I started therapy and like like being fully committed to like just overall better health um knowing that I'm going to be a better mom to my kids, like more patient, more fun, um, just having energy when I do things like going to the gym and like waking up earlier than them to like stretch or like just vibe by myself. Um, it makes me a better mom. So when I'm like, oh, like sometimes I do feel bad because my four-year-old, he's like, don't go to the gym, just work out at home. And I'm like, I could work out at home, but I'm going to be annoyed because you're already in my bubble right now. So I know when I work out, you're going to be my bubble. So I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go and I'll be back. And when I come back, I am so much fun. I'm lively. We can, we can do Play-Doh. We can make cookies. We can do whatever you want. But I know just like staying committed to like things that make me feel good, just make, makes me better for them. And my, and my kids have seen like such a change in me um since I've like started like you know working out and you know just overall eating better feeling better doing things that make me feel good um they've even noticed that so that makes me feel good knowing that they you know can see a change in me because kids sometimes like I feel like when I was younger like my my mom like hey my mom's having a like a bad attitude or like my dad's in a bad mood and like like what's their problem but I would like kind of stay away from them but I remember noticing it you know and so I know my kids at least notice that my you know my mood and my vibe is different I'm not so like what what do you need you just asked for a snack like (laughs) now I'm like I can think a little bit better (laughs) and you're setting a good example for them of how to be healthy like just it's just your normal life so for them hopefully they'll see that yeah, for sure. And I include them too. Like, I'm like, let's go for a walk or we go to the park or stuff like that, you know? And even like when, when I do work out at home, I do let my kids like stretch with me. My oldest son, he's 13. Um, he did like a Peloton workout with me, uh, with my dumbbells, which I was so nervous about y'all. I was like, okay, you're form. I'm like, don't swing them like that. I'm like, oh my God, just I was like, just do the move with no weights in your hand. Like, but he still did it with me and he was really excited. He's like, oh, I really like that. That was fun. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. You you mentioned therapy and I just want to circle back to that because I know when we chatted the first time, you talked a little bit about um, kind of the stigmas you had around therapy initially kind of going into a wellness journey. Um, And I know now you're like an advocate for therapy. So I was hoping you could just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I... So like at first, my biggest thing about therapy is like, I didn't want someone in my business and like judging me uh, on my stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, especially things that like you like really like to keep private, like your marriage, like 
your, your parenting, your finances, like how you feel about that lady at the grocery store that was too close to you, like all that kind of stuff, you know, your personal thoughts. You don't want other people knowing that, especially a stranger. And so I was just like, man, how is this person going to perceive me? Like, what am I going to get out of it? I don't want to be that vulnerable. Um, but my therapist, whew, she should be getting to the nitty gritty. And, and I feel good now. Like, I'm so happy um, that I took the step and like stepped out of my comfort zone and did it because it's helped me so much. Um, I've been actually in therapy for over a year now and I'm, and I'm so happy I did it. Like just overall happy. Do you think that you would be having the same amount of success and confidence in where you're at right now if you hadn't done therapy? Um, I don't know. I, it was such a huge part. It's such a huge part of the journey for me. Um, that hour of just like, sometimes we laugh, sometimes I'm crying, sometimes I'm yelling. Like, I really feel like that was beneficial to my growth, uh, this past year. So I would, I would say like, I'm sure there would have been some sort of change. And of course, feeling more confident in my, in my physical appearance and my body, um, even, even the gym, just like clearing my head on its own without therapy. Um, I'm sure I still would have been feeling great, but therapy just like, it just like took it over, over the top. Yeah, for sure. And we talk about that all the time on this show, you know, how important it is to do that inner self work, right? Because for a lot of us, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but for a lot of us, we've tried to diet multiple times in our lives. We've tried to lose weight multiple times and we always focus on the food, right? We're like, oh, well, I'm eating bad or I'm eating the wrong things or I'm eating too much. And it's like, yeah, but like, what about the root of why? You know, right. and, and I th- feel like that's why a lot of people end up in that constant cycle of, you know, dieting, gaining, dieting, gaining, you know, just constantly doing that because they're never really getting to like the root of all the shit, right? Because it's really never yeah. about the food. Um, and that's something that I love about watching your journey is like, you don't really hyper-focus on your food or your nutrition. You're like, like, that's pretty simple. You know, it's like, you're focusing on all the other stuff too. And it's just like, so important. So if you're not following Nisha, like you really need to be, seriously, seriously. (laughs) I think because for me, the food part of it was like, my problem has always been that I wasn't like making food a priority. I was not eating. So, um, when I was at my old job, I was so stressed out that, I would sometimes I would pack lunch like okay I'm gonna like like you're saying like dieting and it not working like I tried to you know be mindful of it like I would pack my lunch and be like okay you didn't eat you need to eat today pack your lunch to make sure you eat and then work would be so completely stressful that it would be three o'clock and I leave at like 4 30 and I haven't eaten anything um and then I would like try to eat something real quick in that like little 20 minutes then I would have to leave go home rush home to my kids um and like you know when you get home it's like you got to make dinner someone needs help with homework they got a shower I still haven't eaten anything um and then it's the end of the night and I'm like man I'm tired what am I gonna eat me and my husband like let's order pizza let's like you want it like you want me to go to Taco Bell like you know stuff like that which is it's not healthy 
Um, so that was more of my problem. It was just my habits weren't the best. Um, I wasn't making the food a priority. Like I'm like, um, I've been doing all this with the kids all day. I'm just going to go lay down. I'm going to take a nap. I'm tired. When I should have been like, you know, I'm going to eat something. (laughs) I'm going to, or like, I would just, I would be so exhausted from the night before that I would sleep in. And then when I get up, I'm like annoyed because I got to do these things and I'm just not prioritizing myself. So on this journey, that was the main thing for me is like making myself a priority. And for me, the, the exercise and the fitness and the, that part of it is what really helped me create that routine and make myself a priority. And then of course, if you're working out two times a day, you have to eat like you're just, you know, and I'm I'm like, I'm starving. (laughs) Like (laughs) now I'm like eating, I'm like eating a lot now. So things like that, it just, they kind of just flow together on their own. Yes. Many pieces to the bigger puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now I want to talk about um, like your verbiage that you use um, on your Instagram. I'm going to call it like your Nisha isms. Yeah. <laughs> new day, batter bitch, batty loading. I love all of these terms that you use. Um, and I kind of just want you to like break them down and define them for us. Yes, of course. Okay. So when I say um, new day, batter bitch, I just mean like every day is a new opportunity for you to be a batter bitch than you were yesterday. Um, so that's just doing one thing to make yourself feel better. Um, so like sometimes for me, that's just going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. I'm like, you know what? Oh, I feel so much better. I got my rest, like whatever. Um, so usually when I, (laughs) when I ask people like in the beginning of the week, or like, sometimes I say new week, batter bitch or whatever, I'll make a little poll. And it's like, Basically, it's two options, baddie present, which just means you're here, you're thriving, like the baddie in you is ready to go and take over the day or the week. And then sometimes it's baddie loading because I know I'm a bad bitch, but sometimes I wake up and I'm struggling to get there. Like right now it's one o'clock and I'm like, okay, I just like, before I started talking to you guys, I had like eaten something. I got my water in, like, (laughs) you know, then I started to finally feel like a baddie. So if I would have saw that poll this morning, I would have clicked loading for sure (laughs) because I wasn't there yet. Um, So yeah, things like that. I'm a very, I'm an affirmation type person. Um, Words like for myself, (laughs) affirming myself, like really pushes me through. So I think just sharing that on my Instagram, because like you, like we've, the three of us have found each other on Instagram and it's a vibe. And like, we talk to each other and we encourage each other. And so, um, when I started to make the Instagram and, and, you know, speak on there every day, I was like, you know what, this is motivating to me. So maybe, you know, it'll motivate somebody else. And it actually has worked. (laughs) Um, some people that I go to the gym with and they follow me on Instagram, which the old Tanisha would have been mortified. But now people <laughs> are like, I saw, I saw you, you on Instagram. I'm like, oh, you did? What was I saying? You know? And she's like, I said I was loading this morning. Or she's like, Nisha, I voted on your poll or whatever. And I'm like, I love that. So yeah, I know that it's like helpful to some people. <clears throat> I love it. Very yes. motivating. Yeah. I definitely look forward to your, your, um, 
niche-isms and <laughs> how, how you just like view it. And you're just like always so like, you're such a badass, but you're just so positive. Like you're just uh, such chill. a positive light in this community. And I just, oh, that's uh, so sweet. Love Thank it. You. yes. And so you mentioned affirmations. Um, so you have like your new day, batter bitch affirmation. Do you have other affirmations that you kind of tell yourself daily? Um, or is it kind of like a day? I know for me, it's like a day by day thing. <laughs> Depends <laughs> what I need to tell myself. <laughs> yeah. I usually say that that's like, like one of the main ones I've been telling myself lately. Um, I'm always like, <laughs> it's so funny. I, I always tell myself, like, especially when I'm going through something throughout today, because like I said, I have anxiety. And so, I mean, it's, it's gotten better, but I mean, it's not perfect. It's still there. So sometimes I'm like, I'll tell myself, I'm like, you're a big, you're a big dog. You're a bad bitch. Like you got it. And so like saying things like that to myself <laughs> really just like pushes me through. Um, I don't know. I think those are the main ones. I also just like talk to myself a lot, which I know people are like, what? But like, no, I'm like, okay, Nisha, like, what do you have to do? Like, you're like, you're, you're feeling overwhelmed right now. Like, why? Like, what is it that you need to do? Like earlier I was saying like, okay, I have to record with them. Like, I want to make sure that I eat because if not, then I'm going to be, you know, irritable as soon as I'm done. I'm not going to want to, you know, um so just like talking myself talking myself through it really helps um and I write everything down you guys like I have three planners two journals and like it's full of affirmations like you can do it it's a great day to have a great day like just little stuff like that just makes me feel good for sure Yes. And I think like when you're, <laughs> when you're unhealed, I can relate to this because I used to be a very unhealed person. You hear those things and you see those things and you're like, oh, that's so corny. And you're like, totally. uh, you know, like, right. <laughs> like I used to be that person who would look for at people sure. like us and be like, oh, this bitch Get is out working out again. Like good for yeah. you, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm telling you, like, if you're still in that space and you feel like affirmations are just like stupid, like just try them, just try them for one week, just for one week, look at yourself in the mirror and say something positive to yourself. And I'm telling you, it is so it powerful. Far. It goes so it far. It is for sure. For yes. sure. Because, and it's like, you're saying it to yourself. I know, like I just said, like hearing other people say like, you're amazing or you're gonna have a great day it's like eh. but like when I'm saying to myself like Nisha you're gonna have a good day it's gonna be a good day and like especially when I'm driving to the gym y'all I'll be getting so irritated I'm like I need to get there I need to get my parking spot but then I talk to myself I'm like you know what you're gonna you're gonna get to the gym you're gonna get a front spot you're gonna get the spot on the floor that you want it's gonna be a good workout and I don't know if it's like I'm going to claim that, that that's what it is, but it, it works out. Like I feel so much better, but manifesting. Yes. Yep. If my husband would have told me like, you're going to, you're going to be fine. You're going to have a good workout. You're going to get it. I'm like, you don't know. Okay. You yeah. don't know <laughs> what kind of spot I'm going to get. You're not here. You don't know if I'm going to be on time. But like when I say it to myself, it's like, girl, you're right. It is. Yep. Gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Um, so something else that you really contribute to the Instagram community, um, you're always creating like the cutest freaking templates for goal yeah, setting. Do. And I, normally I'm someone that I'm like, I'm not a huge template person. Like they just take Take up a lot of like you gotta like screenshot like I don't know it takes up a lot of space in your phone um keeping up with that but like I love your goal setting templates and they're so motivating and you're someone who like really holds people accountable like if you're voting 
looking on Nisha's polls, like she'll make sure <laughs> that you're you doing what you said you were going to do. Right. No, I definitely do. And I, I think it's so funny because there was one month that like, it was you when Lena was in there, she voted like that she hadn't done her goals yet. And it was like the fourth or the fifth of the month and I was like all right and I tagged all of those people that have voted no and I was like I checked their stories first though that's how it's the teacher in me okay yes. um, but I checked their stories and I was like okay they didn't post and I was like all right y'all you didn't post like I posted a template all you have to do is put the goals on there you know and I think <clears throat> that is why like a lot of people like you said like feel like I'm such a vibe and like a good time on Instagram because I'm like joking with you but you know that like I really want to see you win at the same time like you know me calling you out was like playful and like fun but you're also like all right Nisha thank you and then you posted like you posted your goals and then I was like see look like me calling her out made her like you know accountability never hurts yeah yes accountability (laughs) is a love language for me like if you're a part of my life like I like people who hold me accountable you know and to the 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 things that I say because that's important so I appreciate you (laughs) I got you (laughs) you're one of the reasons why I decided to do 75 hard because I was like okay she can do it I can do it I can do it I did I did kill it except I ain't doing it for a whole year I couldn't do that um but honestly it was hard though like I'm not even gonna Mm -mm. but I needed needed structure and it was a really good way to yeah that that. that's really what it is like I lost weight on 75 hard but I was on a weight loss journey so obviously I was changing my diet and like moving my body more and sleeping and all that stuff so and drinking a gallon of water which I wasn't absolutely I was absolutely not doing that before but it's really about like the mental change that you go through like and I think that's why I get so annoyed when people do like 75 soft and like 75 (laughs) medium because (laughs) I'm all about you doing what works for you like it's not about them creating a like some kind of um challenge because I've created challenges did I call it 75 on the side no No. it was something completely (laughs) different you know like but if you do the like 75 hard the way that it was like intended you get the real results like starting over that's the accountability piece like do I want to start over I've put so much work into this and that's like anything in life sometimes if you like I went to school started over in school so many times because I wasn't committed to it like I'd be like oh I'm gonna go to class I'm gonna do this and then I didn't do it and I fell off you think they were like, oh, it's okay. You can just pick up. No, you have to start over. Mm-hmm. You have to wait till that next semester. You start all the way over. So I think if you do it the right way, you get that mental change, that mental growth, like that confidence boost. You're more consistent. And you're just also overall more honest with yourself. Like you can't bullshit yourself on 75 hard. No. You can't half do it. You can't because even if you do it, 10 days straight and the 11th day you don't drink a gallon of water and you're like man I'm, I'm not gonna work out outside I'm gonna do two and you don't feel good you know for sure that you could do it for 10 days in a row and you and you fall off that 11th day you can feel the difference and that's like with anything even on your journey people who do that like oh I fell off track or whatever it's like a way to 
like be committed to the struggle. Like, oh, I fell off, but I'm, I'm gonna get back on. Like, if you knew you had to start all the way over, you would be more, <laughs> you know, inclined to do the right thing. If, yeah. you know, if you I would will. do it again, but I wouldn't start it in the winter. Like I ended <laughs> in sure. the winter and I'm still doing my walks outside, but now not, you know, I'm, that's the one thing I took from it is I normally never exercised outside. I always did like a treadmill and I really loved that part of it, but uh, the blizzard situation, uh, <laughs> it's not something that I suggest. <laughs> the snow no yeah absolutely Uh, set set yourself up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so you mentioned that you've done ww and i just kind of want to know and hear about your experience with the program what you thought about it because that that's what you use to like kind of kick off your weight loss journey right yeah so when i first started um in august 2020 i was doing ww And I did WW from August until March when I finished 75 hard um, because like that was my diet part of it was WW. Um, And I was on the green plan. It was fine. I, I lost the majority of my weight that way. It was a good way to help me to make healthier choices and to be more mindful of what I was eating, Um, especially because I have younger kids and like, they like chips. They like fruit snacks and granola bars and stuff and like they also like fruit but they also like that stuff and it's very easy for me to bust open a bag of chips and take a pack of fruit snacks and not think about it so when I was doing WW and I was scanning everything I was like oh man like like I said I'm competitive so I didn't want to see no negative points or whatever it was up there I was like no I'm gonna follow it um so yeah it was good for me but then once I started to move my body more um with 75 hard and then obviously I was like not addicted to it but it was like my jam so I I really wanted to continue that I was just too hungry on WW like I felt like I tried to change my plan I think I went to like purple um but then I was like "Ah." it wasn't like I was used to the green one so I was like no this doesn't feel good either um so then I just went I just left it all together just because I was so hungry, you guys, um, <laughs> which I know some people like my, my friend Amber, she, she like double tracks or whatever. She does calories and WW. Um, but just like you said about the trackers, like I just, it's not my thing to be like switching between, I want to eat. Um, so I don't want to have to like double track and like go and do all that stuff. So, but I, I think it was like, it was helpful in starting my journey. Uh, for sure. And it helped me. It's just, it wasn't enough. Yeah. And I think I, uh, we talk about this all the time on here. Like, I feel like WW is, uh, it's a great pro, especially if you're just starting out in weight loss and you have no idea how to lose weight. Um, yeah. WW can be a great tool for that. Um, but I think what happens is a lot of people get sucked into like the cult mentality of it. Um, for sure. and like, kind of think that like, once they're in it, like that's what they have to do forever. And that's, uh, that's another thing I love about following you is you are just like, so go with the flow. You're like, it's not serving me anymore. So I'm going to move on to something else. And it's not that big of a deal. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think also like with the WW, I think there's a lot of people who had a lot of success with it and that's addicting. Like to see someone be so successful with something and for you to be struggling in it, you feel like I have to do that in order to get those results. And so people get trapped in that too. They 
really believe that that's the only way that they can see change, especially if they've seen change. Like me, I saw change with WWE. I lost a, a significant amount of weight, but I wasn't so, you know, like there wasn't anybody that I saw that I was like, oh my gosh, she lost all that weight. Like I have to do it like that. So I think it's, it's like you just being like, we're saying confident in like knowing that like, all right, what I'm going to do is good for me, you know? Cause I, I, I have friends that still do WW and good for them. Like, I don't, you know, we still talk yeah. about food and all that, but I'm, I'm not following that same plane as you for sure. So do you follow <laughs> anything now? Like, what do you do now? I'm just vibing you guys. I, um, <laughs> I, <love> it. <laughs> I don't, <clears throat> I don't track. I was doing macros for a little while. Um, when I was doing the phases of 75 hard and that was so hard for me. Um, but it also taught me like I wasn't eating enough protein. So now I'm just, I'm a creature of habit anyway. So I already eat the same things. Um, so it's just about keeping up with that. Not now that I'm not tracking, it's not like, oh, I want to eat takeout and like do all these things just because I know I really don't feel good after like I had Wendy's the other day, you guys. Oh my God. I thought I could eat Wendy's. I cannot like <laughs> my stomach was in shambles and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's just Wendy's like it's a cheeseburger and fries and like nuggets yes. or whatever. But eating that I was like, whew girl so mm-hmm. I think that later that night I had like salmon and green beans and I felt, <laughs> I felt so much better I was like yes this is what my body needed but yeah right now I'm just you know eating things that I know make me feel good and um I'm doing Amber's uh um hottie glow up challenge and it's weight loss so um obviously I'm trying to trying to do that too so I'm not going too ham on the butter pecan ice cream but I'm still eating it so (laughs) all about moderation right for sure for sure not eating out of the tub I hate measuring ice cream though I'm not gonna hold you guys yeah uh, measuring out a serving size of ice cream can be kind of depressing you're like half a cup is like a bite (laughs) nothing right you have to use a little spoon that's the trick Yeah. So I want to talk about the, the hottie glow up challenge that you're doing right now, like what that's all about. And, um, the share week that you guys just had, because I have to say like, again, same with like the templates, like I'm usually not like super into the challenges that you see in like the weight loss community and like the share weeks, like they're always the same as always like six girls who look exactly the fucking same. And they're doing the exact same fucking things. And it's just like, Ah, And then when I saw Amber was hosting a share week and like the people that she was involving, like it was just so uh, multifaceted. And like I discovered some new accounts and people that I wasn't following before who are like, you know, on a completely different type of journey. And that's what I like. I like to follow people who are doing all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, So I just want to hear about like your experience and the challenge and like what that is um and what how how it was like sharing um in the share week for you guys um so it's like it's a weight loss challenge so it's I believe it's is it 12 weeks nine weeks it's it's a couple months long um but it started in January and so you weigh yourself once a week you're supposed to try to do three to four workouts 
drink about a half a gallon of water and then like follow a diet 80% of the time. So it's about weight loss, but it's also like not so rigid. It's more consistency too, like doing those things that most of us are doing those things anyways, right? Like we all have our emotional support water bottle. We all have our, <laughs> you know, see, look like <laughs> always right here, iron flask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always have that. Like we're all trying to like get our protein and our vegetables. So um, that's part of the challenge is maintaining those things um, for the share week. Amber got us together and we were all just basically she just was like, let's see, like show everyone how we're managing the hottie challenge um, and how it looks for all of us. Cause like you're saying, like all of us are so different. Um, some of us have children, some of us don't, some of us work at home, some of us work part-time, some of us go to work, um, which I think is hard because <laughs> you know how it is if you like work from home, but then you have to like actually go out into the world and you have to like plan stuff. So um yeah when we shared we just kind of showed our day um and how we're navigating through it so like going to the gym what kind of things we're eating some of us don't even like like amber <laughs> movement is not her main focus uh, but she still does it versus like me I love to move my body and I'm like oh my god let me grab this food so I can eat otherwise I'm not gonna <laughs> you know feel good um so yeah that was it that was like the gist of it and I've never like participated in a share week before um I don't know if, if you guys noticed I don't do a lot of like reposting to my stories just because I feel like people follow me to see like me right. and I'm all about like giving people their flowers and like shouting people out but I don't do a lot of like the reposting stuff um so this was fun for me because I was like oh I get to like share other people but like in a different way you know like uh, everybody did a reel and like it was their own personal thing like <clears throat> some people showed them um actually like making dinner and stuff like that which I'm horrible at that yesterday I, <laughs> I posted a me making soup that was one of the hardest things I had to do because I'm like how do people set up the camera and like my thing was fogging up I was like they can't even see this is garlic like I don't even <laughs> But um, yeah, so it was fun. I liked it. I, I would do it again if like it was like something that, you know, I was into for sure. And whose totally. challenge is this? Just to, so if anyone wants to look it up, like the challenge, who's it up? Like who's Oh, um, it's Amber. And I think her um her handle is Amber Finds Balance um on Instagram. So yeah, she it's it's her challenge then. She's doing it. She's yeah, posting so it. She will be on the show in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's my girl. I love Amber. She's like, she's like me. She's so real. Like, I love when I find people who are just like real and authentic. And it's just like, this is my life. I'm not trying to like sell you on anything. I'm right. just trying to like be myself, you know? Yes, totally. I love that too. And um, it's just so amazing finding other women that you can just like relate to, you know, and, uh, <laughs> that actually sure. like are, like you said, like living just their normal ass, regular lives, lives. um, and sharing it. So, and sharing their wellness. So we appreciate it. Um, normal so, lives. yeah, just like a normal ass life. Like I feel like again, so much of just Instagram and social media in general, is so curated. 
you know, like people are, you know, and and there's, I get it. Like there are influencers out there and that's their thing. And they're making a career out of that. And there's, I'm not hating on that. You know, I'm just saying like, it's nice to just find regular schmegular bitches, just killing it and being badass (laughs) and just doing their thing. Struggles, same, you know. Yeah. It feels real. Like you feel like yes. it's more like attainable, more real. You're like, but you can believe it. Right. Like you can oh. look at our lives and be like, okay, like that, that, that's real. Like there's no, there's no glam over here, guys. Like well, it might be a filter just, here and there. But, no <laughs> but looking at your life, you have three kids and you are taking care of yourself and making your wellness a priority. So I think it just shows people that it can be done. for sure yeah Yeah. you just gotta do it do it no excuses yes so something I talk about on this show is how big of a part cannabis plays in my wellness um and I was just wondering um if that's something you wanted to talk about as well for sure I think with my anxiety like one of the main reasons why I went to therapy is because I didn't want to like take medication which I have friends that take medication. Like it's not, I'm not like, Oh my God, it's awful. It's just not something that I wanted to do. Um, and so part of it was like, okay, I'm already like, I smoke every day. Um, that's just my thing. Um, it's for, it's good for my anxiety. It's good for my body, especially when I'm beating it up in the gym, (laughs) um, typically like before and after um it helps me to sleep so I'm I'm big on cannabis helping and working for you I know especially some people who have kids and like they're you know um what is it um like trying to inspire others or like things like that it's kind of a negative thing but I think it's it's positive like I don't walk around in the the city like hey guys I smoke but um I definitely (laughs) do think that um (laughs) um my flower helps me for sure um especially like I want to say with my mental health because sometimes I just get so caught up in like the anxiety and the depression and it helps me to like you know, clear my head out a little bit, um, for sure. So I think it helps me. It's been a, a big part of my journey for sure. Yeah. It can, it's can still be such a taboo topic to talk about. I feel like mm-hmm. too. And like, even you just saying that, like how it clears your head, like I can totally relate to that. And I feel like for a lot of people, they think that it's the opposite. Um, yeah, like, look, for me. like, and listen, everybody reacts differently to yeah, cannabis. Like that for me, yeah, I was gonna say, I know Felicia's like not, does not be in a corner, like, you know, all paranoid that I mean, like literally, and it was not always like that for me, but I don't know if just my hormones changing, whatever, but it completely affects me differently. You need a sativa. That sounds yes. like an indica vibe over there. Yeah. 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 Out, like, oh, no. so maybe we just need to do some experimenting, Felicia. Yes, because I can use it for some sleep. Okay. Like- yes, but that, yeah, it can be so helpful for sleep and just so many different aspects of life. And, um, you know, and being a parent, I feel like there again can be a lot of taboo, uh, like around you know, it helping with parenting as well. Um, but you know, I think about just- like like so like how many people glamorize drinking to deal with their children like drunk I cannot be (laughs) talking to my kids like they would be running wild do whatever you want if I was like drunk and like drinking wine all the time no 
Yes. Yeah. And plus I think about like how I feel after I drink compared to how I feel after I smoke. Like it's a world completely different. different. Yeah. After, I, oh like my gosh. Oh after my I drink. And for me, time. like I get physical hangovers, but I also get emotionally hungover. Me too. Like I get so depleted of serotonin. Like I get my depressions way worse. My anxiety is way worse. Like I, <clears throat> I always say if I drink, the next day I have to go to the gym, sweat it out first morning. Like I need those endorphins back. I need to get all this tequila wine out of my body. I need to feel good. Yeah. Because no, I definitely, and I just feel so like groggy. Like when I smoke, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't feel like sluggish. Like I slept amazing. (laughs) I'm ready to have a good day. Yes, totally. No hangover here. with token. <laughs> Although I think maybe some people do kind of, if you're not like as much of a regular smoker as probably we are, um, you know, people might feel a little, uh, groggy maybe in the morning or something if they smoked the night before, but it ain't like a hangover. That's for sure. Yeah. Sometimes you just like edibles are good too. Like sometimes for my menstrual cycle, I'll have, um, like a piece of the chocolate because like it makes me feel so much better and like it helps with my cramps and I can sleep so I don't need to smoke but it's also still a part of you know helping me yes totally all right so just one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about was um the word bitch because you use it and you refer to yourself like you're a bad bitch I'm gonna get to him with my morning bitches and you know um and for me like the word bitch is one that like I know it's still one that a lot of makes people uncomfortable and they don't like it or they they're like, why are you calling yourself a bitch? Like, and for me, it's always been like taking that back because I grew like growing up, I was called a bitch all the time being someone who was opinionated, being someone who was (laughs) overweight, you know, I mean, I've been called every version of bitch, you know, out there. So I'm wondering if that's kind of the same for you. Um, I for sure think that it's about taking the power back. Um, my husband is like such a sweetheart. He doesn't like even barely curse. And so he hates it. He's like, oh my God, don't say that. Like before I would say it on Instagram a lot, he's like, don't call yourself a bitch. And I had to like, kind of like force him to see like, no, like it's, it's a good thing. Like it's a great thing. Like I'm, I'm a bad bitch. Like I am taking that and I'm owning it, you know, like it's, and like you said, like I've been called a bitch plenty of times. I told you guys, like I was very sarcastic in high school and I was mad about (laughs) something all the time. So, you know, that was before I would be like, I don't care. But now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Like, you know, that's me and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think I, um, I actually wanted to like get new day batter bitch t-shirts. And so at first I was like, man, I don't want people to see you love that. I don't want people to, um, like see it as a negative thing because it's such a positive affirmation. But then I was also like, it's like, if you get it great, like own it, be a part of that with us. Um, And if not, oh, well, like, it's not for you. It's just one of those things. Like, you don't have to call yourself a bad bitch. I know sometimes even on my polls, like, I'll change the spelling of it because I know that there are some people um, just in my immediate circle who who don't really love to say it, um, but they're still a part of it. And so I think, like, you own it, you love it, or you just ignore it. Like, it's either your thing or it's not. But 
I'm gonna say New Day, Batter Bitch, because that's how I feel. No problem. I would wear that shirt. I definitely need one. Yes, I need one like now. So let me know when you got that going. (laughs) Of course, I got you. (laughs) Oh, this has been so much fun. Thank you again for recording with us again. Um, Of course, we so appreciate it. Uh, Before we wrap up here, is there anything else you want to tell the people? Um, I think it's new day to be a batter bitch. <laughs> um, I think do it for you. Like I, that's something I tell myself every day. Like Nisha, you're doing this for you. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to, you know, make you happier at the end of the day. Nobody's going to do it for you. You got to do it for yourself. And then you got to do it because you love it. Like right now, I love that I feel so much better. I love that my head's not as cloudy. I love that I'm stronger. So yeah, that's my advice to anybody who is on this journey, about to start this journey. They want to end this journey because it's not working. You got to do it (laughs) for you. Keep going. New day, batter bitch. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.